1: start with one of your favorite topics. Uh, Jordan uh, seemed like you played another game, another good game. Uh, looking back at the film, I guess, how would you evaluate how his performance?
0: Yeah, you played another great game. I mean, super efficient, effective, getting us into good plays, getting us into good protections. Uh, he's seeing the game really well and he's confident. And I mean, part of that confidence, I just, you know, I think him and the relationship with him and coach Norvell is continuing to grow and grow and grow and when you have a quarterback who you know who believes in the head coach when you have a quarterback I mean I think publicly he said he's the best coach he's ever had and I mean when you have a, a quarterback who thinks that way about his coach who says that's a guy who has a I have a personal relationship with the head coach anytime you have a quarterback that has complete trust in in the head football coach uh, and has a personal relationship with him. I mean, I think that's one of the keys to his growth is just that relationship that uh, that he's built with Coach Norvell and the relationship they have together.
1: It also seems like, um, you know, you talked last week about how Jordan understanding the offense more and, and kind of improving his football IQ. Are you seeing that from some of the players too? Because it seems like like on Pokey's touchdown, like the way he set up the block from Jordan and just – and the way they've handled some of the hot situations. Are you seeing the overall offensive just understanding
0: improvement? There, there's no question. I mean, that's what we talked about. I mean, I'm not a big group meet guy, because I don't think you can really coach in a group setting. I think it's very difficult. But we meet for about five to 10 minutes on Sundays with a little cut up. And uh, that was what the little cut up was about, was two of the plays you mentioned about the details of rub routes and one time we tried to create a rub rail route and we were too tight of a split we got jammed the guy beat us over top we ended up getting sacked another time we had our proper split we got over top we throw the rail route the wheel route everybody calls it to uh, ward for a first down and I think those little details when our guys get to see whoa this is it done right this is it done wrong this is it done right in practice And it still works. And for our guys to get to see how it may be a three yard difference in where you align that allows you to execute the play successfully, that could be the difference. And we're starting to see that, and that's why we're having a little bit, uh, one of the reasons we're having more success first man coverage. That and our guys, you know, making plays, we're locating the football. And uh, last week, I felt like we had really good matchups on the edge.
1: Well, obviously, a lot of things factor into this, but uh, just the consistency you've had in the red zone. Uh, what would you credit? Like the, the biggest factors are for that, and also Jordan's growth and his maturity, his decision making, all of that. How? Where would you rate that as far as like one of the biggest factors in? So the success
0: you Well, I think you know, owning the football down there is the most important thing. That's something the last few weeks, you know, barring sprint handoff, like we've done a, a pretty good job taking care of the football. When you get in the low red zone, you have to take care of the football. Uh, Jordan's, Jordan's done a nice job in the red zone, uh, whether that's extending plays, whether that's getting us into good checks, whether that's just making the right decision in the passing game. Uh, and then you know, we practiced that a ton. You, we have Sunday practices and all we spend is 10 minutes of just red zone. And not just red zone, inside the 10, inside the five. Shifts, motions from 22, from 32, from 13, from every personnel grouping you could have, that's just all we practice. So I think when you practice that a lot, And then when we get out on the game field, our guys have confidence in it because it may look like, oh, crap, we're in 14 personnel shifting to empty, and that may look like a cluster. Well, we've been practicing that for five to 10 minutes every Sunday throughout the entire year. So it really allows us, our guys, to go out there and play confident in those situations when we create all that uh, communication. And then in regards to Jordan Travis, like I said, I think he's more and more confident. And I think, like I said, the confidence comes when you know the head coach believes in you, when you have. The relationship with a head coach when you're a quarterback, especially an offensive-minded head coach who works with quarterbacks, when you've got that guy having your back and you have that personal relationship with that guy, I mean, you have there's nowhere to be but confident. Sure.
1: Along the lines of. Jordan and Coach Norvell, uh, with you up in the booth during games, I know you're able to communicate to him. But how much do you think it helps, Coach Norvell, how involved he is in the offense and the offensive play calling that he's able to kind of talk to him there, face to face during games, instead of kind of through the communication?
0: Yeah, I think it's great. I think any, like I said, any time that you, as a player, especially as a quarterback, uh, get to hear the head coach coach you and teach you and and uh, you know know that he has your back when you're out on the field in game day, good or bad. Um, I think that's a positive because at the end of the day, I mean, that's the guy everybody's seeking, you know, the approval from. That's how it works. When that guy has your back, when that guy supports you and you support that guy and you completely trust that guy, right, I think that's a big part of of the growth and the confidence on top of he just knows. I mean, he knows he can play. Like, he knows he can play, and that's also pretty important.
1: Kenny, what is, a, what is a guy like Jordan Wilson meant to your team? He made two key blocks on, uh, on touchdowns. He also had a big catch that was wiped out for, was wiped out for some nonsense. But other, otherwise, he, he seems to be coming, like making big plays for you um, as a six-year guy, physicality, doesn't get the ball a ton. What, it, what, it, what does a guy like that mean for an offense?
0: I mean, it, it defines the program. Like, that's it. You want to look at what the, the climb is, it's Jordan Wilson. This kid who transfers here, he's expecting to be an immediate player. All of a sudden, tears, his ace, tear, tears his Achilles, Achilles tendon, golly, right, and says, you know what, I'm coming back. Battles back, spends a year and a half battling, shows up for fall camp. You could tell he's still not – he's back, but he's not comfortable yet. And he just works and works and works and works and works. And now, like you're saying, he's showing up. I talked about it in our, in our meeting the other day as a staff, like he's showing up, not just as a blocker, not just with his effort. He's catching the football. He's getting open. He's making contested catches, and when you have a guy who's 260 pounds, I mean, and he's able to make plays. He's able to get open, right? And we're able to get him the ball. That's just a whole other dynamic a team has to defend. Instead of, you know, small people reducing splits, now you're taking big people and removing them from the box, and that's a whole new dynamic a defense has to defend. So that kid is, he's, he's a I mean, he defines our program, just his character, his leadership, and who he is. Left
1: side, Coach, respecting your focus on Florida, but i just curious, big picture, starting out 0-4, now 5-6, and 6, do you take time to appreciate the journey, what you guys have accomplished? Do you personally, have you talked to players about that, just where you guys, how far you guys have come?
0: I don't necessarily talk about that. I talk about where we want to go. Uh, you know, I'm not a big look at the past guy. It's more what what do we want to be remembered for? What does this team want to be remembered for? And they have an opportunity to be remembered for this week. You do. And, you know, people can spin a narrative however they want in terms of this season, but at the end of the day, they get to control one thing, and that's how they prepare today, how they prepare tomorrow, how they prepare the next day, and how they show up and play on Saturday. And that's how they're going to be remembered. And that's on them. They have a choice to make this week. How do they want to be remembered?
1: Um, is there any rhyme or reason to the, some of the struggles on third downs? Uh, and it's been in different situations.
0: Uh. Uh, I mean, it's different every week, the struggles. I mean, last week it was more penalties on fourth downs uh, than necessarily true third downs uh, because we got to, you know, fourth and inches multiple times. So anytime in my mind that a third down gets to a – You know, you go from third and six to a fourth and an inch, that's not, that wasn't a failed third down, right? It just came up an an inch short. And you should convert fourth and inches at a super high level. That's why statistically you should go for it pretty much. If you look at the the charts, you go for a fourth and inches, even on your own 12-yard line is what the chart says. That may be a little bit crazy, but that's what it says, right? Because these statistics are so high to achieve it. So... It's more for us. Every game has been different. So the games that were in long situations, we've struggled. The games that we've stayed in medium situations, we've had success. And then uh, last week, you know, we into the, the end of the game, you know, we've got into 32 personnel and tried to run. We put the fullback in the game for everybody who likes the fullback, right? And we tried to pick it up, and we came up a foot short or an inch short. And then fourth and inches again, we get another penalty. I mean, we had two penalties on uh, on fourth down conversions. And when you only have nine drives in the game and two of those end on fourth down conversions. That's what twenty-two percent of your of your drives ended on a fourth and inches penalty, right? And then another drive ended on a fourth and five conversion penalty. So we're we're very very close this last week to being very effective.
1: As uh, Andrew Parchment has kind of come back on uh, Malik's reps have maybe decreased a little bit, uh, but how big was that that catch for him in the end zone? I mean, it's a one on one, and uh, earlier this
0: year he. You know, they weren't able to connect on one of those. That was big time. I mean, he went up there and, I mean, two years here, I think that was the first time we've seen somebody go up and get the football. Like, go up and get it. And, I mean, I was good awareness by everybody getting down and getting set because they had too many men on the field with a tempo call. Uh, Good job taking the one-on-one, then a good job going to make the play. And, I mean, that is – that's exciting to see a true freshman on the road in a conference game – who is from the South in 38-degree weather. It wasn't even cold, but still, go up and make that play. And uh, that's something to build on for him, and I'm excited about it.
1: Overall, how did you think the offensive line played? How did How did they grade out? Uh, I, I know Jordan got sacked a couple times, but they seemed to be like into the half type stuff. Uh, it seemed like many times he had a pretty good pocket to throw from.
0: Yeah, um, I thought – up and down, I thought different positions played better than other positions. Uh, but from a, our protection has gotten drastically better, and I think part of that is you know anytime you can become efficient on early downs in passing, right? And you have a quarterback like Jordan and a running running backs like we have, it's it all helps each other because you're not just passing on third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, right? You're passing on first and ten, you're passing on second one. So I think all of that works together. I thought. I think we're getting better up front. You know, when we get when we have our guys in the field uh, and we're healthy, I think we're pretty good. Uh, you know, when we get dinged up, we got to be careful in what we do and protect guys. Uh, but I think I thought they played well as a whole.
1: How excited are you for this week? Um, you know, just going up against against a big rival in state, um, preparing your guys uh, for, an, for another you know final test of the season, um, and having that chance to go to go bowling.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's a great rivalry. It's one of the biggest rivalries there is in sports. And uh, our guys know it, and our guys know the challenge that comes with it. And the challenge is not them. The challenge is us. If we can go play our game, everything else will take care of itself. If we can go out there and execute, we can go out there and be efficient, we can go out there and not get penalties, we can go out there and own the football, we can go out there and be explosive, we can go out there and be physical. We can do those football, we can do those things, we're gonna be fine. But so far this year, the times that we've struggled are the times that we've been our own worst enemy, and uh, that's the challenge for us, is getting out of our own way, right, even when we are playing well, having six to seven plays in a game that cost you 21 points, right, that's a, that could be the football game. So we've got to be more efficient, and uh, go get it this week.
1: Have you seen much different from Florida's defense since they made the change at D.C., and, and what are the big concerns against their defense?
0: I haven't seen a big difference. Um, there's only, you know, not many games to, to really sample size, but... From the same token, this is a, their defense coordinator played for their prior defensive coordinator, he GA'd for their prior defense coordinator, he's been a position coach for their prior defensive coordinator. So, I mean, from a philosophy standpoint, it's not gonna change. They're gonna do what they do because that's why he is the play caller, right? They have other guys in their staff who's been play callers in the past in the SEC, but they chose to make him the play caller because he knows that system better than anybody else in the building. So it's more about what are his tendencies? Is, is he a more aggressive mind or a less aggressive mindset than the prior play caller? Does he like to play more man or less man, right? But the scheme's going to stay the same. It's the tendency of the calls and the when he likes to call things, Uh, That's going to change. And then what are the problems? I mean, they've got a guy who weighs 380 pounds up front, a guy who weighs 330 pounds, another guy who weighs 280, a defensive end who's going to be one of the top picks, you know, a a high draft pick. they got DBs who run 4-4 all over the field, and they got a linebacker who I saw chase somebody down from the right hash 10 yards behind on a sweep for a gain of four. So they are super, super athletic. They're big, right, and we're going to have to find ways to get our guys – Separated from them in man coverage, and find ways to get our guys on the perimeter. Okay, thanks, Kenny. Oh, nope.
1: sorry, one more. It's As- okay. As- it's Oh,
0: oh. two oh. more. No,
1: Aslan, you had a question? Yeah, okay, we'll go Last one for Aslan.
0: You're gonna regret this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks. Can you talk Oprah. about
0: the officiating, please? No, um, <laughs> turkey or ham? Turkey or ham? Oh, turkey for F- sure. Favorite Not side in dish. In the debate. Yeah, I don't know who eats ham. Favorite side dish? Mashed potatoes. Have to have gravy, though. If you don't have gravy, it's not really a mashed potato, it's just a potato that's mashed. Dessert? Dessert, apple pie, ice cream.
1: Complete the sentence My wife makes the best Thanksgiving.
0: Everything. Oh, yeah. You're not going to get me. Y'all have a good day.